guys, and welcome back to Tattoo Home Records, <laughs> podcast where we talk about tattoos, life, and everything in between. I am your host, Callista, and this is Gaia, my my other host, our <laughs> other host. Sorry, it's you know what? I skipped one episode, and now I don't know how to act. <laughs> truly, do not know how to act. I don't know why. You're like I don't I don't know what we're. I doing was anymore. gone for one episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, today we are going to talk about sexism, sexism mm-hmm. in the tattoo industry. Um, sexism that we deal with other artists, uh, clients, and then if we get to it, our personal life and how we deal with that on the day to day. Yeah. Um, so to, you know, get down and dirty with it, let's talk about artists and how we're treated differently as women. Yes. Um, (laughs) just from the very start, I think that it comes in that like, we've had this discussion before that you are one of the few female artists that has not been molested during her apprenticeship. Yep. Because... I think that when it comes to, like, a male-dominated industry, we are always seen as essentially second-class citizens. So, yeah. therefore, we are treated that way. So, we are property. We are dismissed. Mm-hmm. Like, we were talking before, we're not given credit. Absolutely. And when there's already a power imbalance between mm-hmm. apprentice and mentor, mm-hmm. um, I can't even imagine, like, having, honestly, a male mentor. I, was, I got really lucky because I got Guy as my mentor. Um, she thinks she got lucky. She had it really hard. <laughs> oh, I was fine. <laughs> I definitely did not get molested. So that's a plus. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, if there's already a power imbalance mm-hmm. and as an apprentice, you're trying to, or at least for me, the way I like thought of my apprenticeship, I was trying to prove that I wanted to be there every day. Mm-hmm. Um, especially on the days where I really fucking didn't. And so people will take advantage of that. Yep. And like you said, you know, being it's rare and it's really sad to say being a female tattoo artist who didn't have to go through that during her apprenticeship mm-hmm. because a lot of the times they'll be like well how bad do you fucking want a tattoo well and i think that there's always a power imbalance when it comes to women in our industry oh absolutely or like anyone who is not you know your typical straight man in our industry mm-hmm. because even like when i was in florida trying to get a job mm-hmm. i couldn't i walked into a shop right. and i couldn't get hired because i was a woman like, they just told me flat out, oh, no, uh, we don't hire women. Yep. There's too much drama. Like, yeah. Are, are you fucking kidding me? Like, <sighs> Not even going to look at my portfolio. Yeah, like, you guys will physically fight each other in a parking lot, but you're <laughs> going to say that I, because I happen to own a vulva. You're the drama. I'm the drama. <laughs> and then you have tons of shops, and this is not just an attack on men. Mm-hmm. You have tons of shops where if there is one woman there... That woman will not allow any other woman because I've had that going into a shop. There being one female yes. and then she will not allow any other woman to come into her studio because it throws off the whole dynamic because she's the only girl. Absolutely. They get territorial because mm-hmm. there was a saying that I think it was on Glennon Doyle's podcast where um, you are fighting for a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. And so once you there's only one seat for you as yep. a woman and a lot of like I feel like a lot of women in the industry feel that way when it comes to like being the only woman at the shop. It's hard to share because yeah. you already fought tooth and nail for that seat. And so you're telling me that like there's a, there's not enough room in this seat in general. Whereas I disagree. I'm like, fuck that shit. I'm trying to fill every other seat with people that are minorities. Absolutely. Because I don't want to just be like, cool, great. I'm just surrounded by the norm of our industry. Nah, motherfucker. Absolutely. And it's really sad to say, um, I'm sure this will be a surprise to a lot of our listeners, or maybe it won't be, that the tattoo industry is still incredibly prevalent and, like, saturated in sexism. Mm -hmm. Incredibly. Yeah. Because, like, even... 
one of the, so you said about like, you know, getting, mm-hmm. uh, having trouble being hired at other shops. Um, I remember as an apprentice, I remember you telling me the story that like Caboose just happened to be with you mm-hmm. when you were dropping off at y- your portfolio and they looked at it and kept talking to him. Oh yeah. And that's happened. That's happened at conventions. <laughs> When my face is on a banner and they will talk to him. Mm-hmm. Like they, and like clients are just as guilty. Like they apparently think that I'm just like a fucking ventriloquist. You're and the puppet. <laughs> yeah, I'm the fucking, well, I guess he would be the puppet in that sense. Because oh. no matter every time I talk, they just keep turning back to him and being like, okay, you're going to answer, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I am the tattoo artist. Right. But I had a guy that I was explaining my situation, you know, down in Florida. And I was like, hey, my husband like works at the naval base. So I'm trying to get a part-time job here like three or four days a week Mm -hmm. so I can commute down and he was like oh yeah we'd love to like talk to him and I was so confused because I was like wait what I don't understand he's like this is amazing work tell him like absolutely he needs to come by and I had to finally after him like continuously complimenting my husband's work apparently (laughs) I was like no this is my portfolio I did this this is my work and he just flipped my portfolio clothes looked me dead in the face and said no we're not hiring I was like, oh, so when it was my husband, he was just you were down sucking but him when off. When it was me, yeah, like you were just gargling on his balls. Absolutely. But when it's me, you're like, oh no, we're not hiring. Yeah. It's- and I mean, even like when it comes to you know young artists, you deal with this mm-hmm. that you get dismissed with other artists way more than I do. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate mm-hmm. you like segueing into that because it is a problem that I run into frequently because, like you said. It's not only me being a woman, but me being a young artist. Mm -hmm. A lot of my work gets disqualified. So I'm not allowed to be a good artist. Um, I've had artists be like, you know, well, like, she's just different. Well, she got lucky. Or must be nice. I've heard that one come out of artist's mouth talking to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Where, like, if I were a man, you'd be going, hey, dude, good for you. That piece Mm -hmm. is awesome. And there's only a select few men that will, like, do that to me Mm -hmm. in this industry that are like, hey, that was fucking dope. And I'm like, wow, like, genuinely, thank you. Without some snide comment added into it Mm -hmm. of, like... You're good for a girl. I've gotten that before. Fuck that. Wow, I can't believe a female artist can do this. (laughs) You're like, um, (laughs) fuck you? What? What does that have to do with fucking anything? What does that have to do with anything? Um, But I think that's also one of those things that, like, you have to, as a, like, female presenting artist, you have to be cautious of, like, even the compliments that you get. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you'll get it. Like, I've gotten this from artists being like, hey, like, I love your work. It's so amazing. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I made a new tattoo artist friend. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like, so, like, when we gonna, when we gonna hook up? And you're like, wait, what? I I thought, I, I thought, thought we were talking tattoos and right. you just use that as a segue to just fucking hit on me. So you don't actually fucking like my work. Yeah, because you don't give a shit. Exactly. It's like you were one of my peers and like I was just stoked to make a friend. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's so sad because in this industry and I'm sure in a lot of industries, I know a lot of women feel this way. You have to constantly be hyper vigilant and like just be I'm sorry, but untrusting. Like, I can't mm-hmm. trust that someone genuinely will say that. Like, a random male artist will genuinely say that without thinking that he may or may not have ulterior motives. Yeah. You well, know? it's the very fact that, like, we have to watch what we wear to work. Not just mm-hmm. for clients, which we'll get in that in a second. Because mm-hmm. we have a whole section on, like, sexism from clients. But for the fact that, like, when I go to a convention, because I'm going to be around a bunch of my peers... Mm-hmm. 
I say that in quotation marks because I don't consider these fucking people my peers. <laughs> um, like, I am a person who happens to tattoo. I am not a tattoo artist. This is not mm-hmm. my whole life, my whole, like, culture, my whole identity. Yes. I am just a person whose job is tattooing. Mm-hmm. But when you go to a convention, you have to basically choose, because our industry, you can look at tattoo shows mm-hmm. as an example of this. Our industry allows two types of women. The bitch and the hoe. Yeah. And that is it. Oh, like even that in, is like, all you have yeah. is the bitch or the hoe. So when you're going to a tattoo convention, you can look around and see like, okay, so is she casting herself as a bitch? Cause she's like, not got like tits out mm-hmm. and like props to you. If you want to be tits out, I'm not calling you a hoe, but it's that every one of those men, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say every man. Cause it's hashtag not all men, <laughs> but a majority of those men and a, enough men that make a fucking difference mm-hmm. will spend the entire time hitting on you. If you have any bit of skin showing. Absolutely. So then you have to be like, all right, cool. I'm going to cover up. And then they're just like, okay, she's a bitch. And that's it. So like, if you're not showing skin, you're a prudish cunt. Yeah. But if you're showing skin, you must be a hoe and you're there to put out. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's the only two seats we're allowed Mm -hmm. at the table. You have two sticks and that's it. Yep. And that's it. And like, let's talk about also just the inappropriate comments or like the inappropriate actions Mm -hmm. that male tattoo artists think it's okay to like I don't know just say to us like I forget exactly what had happened to me but I'm like don't comment on my outfit Mm -hmm. why why are we talking about this at work this is incredibly inappropriate yep like you're like that's I don't know it's again like I feel disrespected because I'm like okay so you're you're making some weird ass fucking comment on the dress that I'm wearing but like this dude over here showed up to work in sweatpants yeah and a fucking baseball cap, unkept fucking every, no, no effort went into presentation. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we have to come to work with a full face of makeup. Otherwise, yes. we're going to get treated like shit, not just from our peers, but also from clients. Absolutely. Yes, I've had that before. And like, even in like before I was in the tattoo industry, um, I could be an absolute bitch to my customers if I had a full face of makeup mm-hmm. on. I could be so rude and I would get double the amount of tips as I would if I were just like basically sucking them off without makeup yeah you know well I think that's that's it is that like it comes down to women are still judged purely based off of their looks Mm -hmm. so if you're pretty I'm gonna be nicer to you and if you put effort in so if but also not too much effort not too much we don't want you to look like you're trying too hard because that's when it's a oh she's a hoe I get fucking comments on that shit too like oh where Mm -hmm. are you going today yeah, like, what the fuck? I'm at work, dude. If I want to dress nice, I want to dress nice. If I don't want to dress nice, I shouldn't have to. Because once again, our male counterparts can wear whatever the fuck they want. But when I get dressed for work, I've been so conditioned that mm-hmm. the worst thing is for you to see my bra strap. Yep. Or heaven forbid you can see, like, any bit of... My fucking nipples. I was, thank like, you for saying holy that. holy shit, if yes. my nipples show through a shirt, end of the fucking world. Absolutely. Or like, you know, like if you even have the like slightest bit of cleavage, I can see people oh, like yeah. trying so hard to make eye contact with you. And I'm like, why? Which Is like, thanks. Difficult? I mean, I got great tits, <laughs> but also, hello, as a fucking non-binary person, half the time, really more than half the time, you know this, mm-hmm. I spend hating my breasts. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm like, stop fucking focusing there. Mm-hmm. And like, you want you want to talk to my arms? You want to talk to my fucking biceps? Please my shoulders? Do. <laughs> Absolutely. You want to have a conversation with my fucking my traps and my lats? Absolutely. Please do. Do it. Because I work on those. Mm-hmm. But like staring at my cleavage, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. No. Well, and like, yeah, yeah the like... Males in our industry do it just as much as the fucking clients. Oh, absolutely. Although I would say that I think some of, like, female clients are worse than men when it comes to, like, judging us on how we look. I thank you for also saying that because um, I noticed that I will subconsciously put on makeup mm-hmm. if I know that someone is going to try to walk all over me. Yeah, and typically, again, sorry to say and like overgeneralize, but typically it's women where mm-hmm. I like can sense. I'm like, mm, you got a little bit of Karen in ya. Yeah. So I'm going to fucking dress fierce and like look really fucking good because like, I don't know, that's like intimidating to women. They're like, oh shit. But like, mm-hmm. I know if I don't show up to work wearing a full face of makeup and like, oh, look on my outfit yep. that they're going to do their best to be like, take that as like the green flag to be like, okay, this girl doesn't have her life together. I can just bully her. Yeah into like doing whatever and then I find that I do the opposite that if I have a male client Mm -hmm. unless he's one that I know and have like a good relationship with Mm -hmm. then I make sure that I cover up as much skin as possible Mm. because if I have new male clients I'm like nope I'm not starting this path Mm -hmm. because I do not want you to spend the whole time like fetishizing me or because it's that whole like oh my god she has pink hair she looks like an anime girl she's like a cartoon character yeah or you spending the whole time thinking that me just talking to you is flirting. Oh my god, yes. I I hate that so much. And like I've had so many issues with this mm-hmm. where I'm like, dude, I'm not flirting. Mm-hmm. Customer service is literally like most of my fucking job. Yep. And so I'll get to a point where like even with like DMs and stuff, they'll just be like, hey, how are you? And like because they're a male client and like I haven't had this from women yet. But a male client, I have to approach it like, okay, are you going to ask for a tattoo? I have to be nice Mm -hmm. because I'm like, if you want to, you know, schedule another appointment, that's that's kind of what I'm hoping for. And then I'm like, hey, um, what's going on? Like, well, that or you don't know, like, did your tattoo have issues healing? Like, do you have questions? There's so many reasons why you could be reaching out to me. Mm -hmm. And I would say like 75% of the time it's because they're like, so we really had a connection and I would love to take you to dinner. And the fucked up part is you would think that, like, it gets better when you're like, hey, I have a husband. But it fucking doesn't. Mm -mm. I still get those fucking messages when they're like, what are you doing later? Or just in the middle of a tattoo being blatantly hit on. You're like, are you fucking kidding me? And, like, I've gotten to a point where I'll just be like, are you fucking serious right now? Yeah. But, like, especially when I was younger, Mm -hmm. because you don't have as much experience turning people down. Yeah. And, like, the nice thing, too, is that the older I get, the more blunt I get, the less I get fucking hit on. Good. And also the more muscle. (laughs) Because, like, a majority of men are not about that muscle life. And I fucking love it. Yes. I want to be a buff bitch Mm -hmm. all the time. And, yeah, I would say that's a good ratio. 75% of the time, it's genuinely them just trying to hit on me. And everyone wonders why tattoo artists have the fucking message on there of no DMs. Everyone First wonders. off, we want boundaries, but we've discussed that in previous messages Absolutely. or previous episodes. Mm-hmm. And also because I don't want to get hit on. I don't want to run the risk that you're going to fucking message me. And all you're going to do is talk about how much you loved that video I posted of me pole dancing. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, please stop. Don't don't. Do- and like we can tell the difference between a genuine compliment and like you just being creepy. Mm-hmm. There is no hiding it. We know we can feel yeah. the energy of the message and just like don't just don't. Yeah. Because, again, I'm trying to keep it professional Mm -hmm. and like you said like 
I, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm slowly finding my voice as a young woman to be able to say but no. But how sad is that? That you mm-hmm. have to. Yeah. Because this is not an issue that our, like, we've discussed it with, yes. like, the guys in the shop. Um, we are super fortunate to have a manager that mm-hmm. is so, so willing to listen and to understand yes. without judgment that yes. when we talk about, like, the differences and, like, how we have to talk to clients because mm-hmm. we're women mm-hmm. and how the guys can just say no and they the client's like, oh, yeah, I know. Easy yeah. answer. Mm-hmm. But we have to, like, if I say no, I get a bad review. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, people are super quick to leave bad reviews on women. Oh, Not my. the same on men. So Absolutely. we can't get into that fucking shit. Like, why is it you'll leave a fucking shit review for a woman, mm-hmm. but, like, a dude fucks up your tattoo? We will You don't leave back. a fucking bad review for that. We, oh, this is a big one because mm-hmm. the reviews that you and I have gotten also have nothing to do with the quality of our tattoos. No. All the bad reviews ever written about the two of us had nothing to yep. do with the fucking quality of the mm-hmm. tattoo. Just the way I'm dressed. Yep. The way I talk to you. Because I said no that I wasn't comfortable doing a tattoo. Because I said no, I don't want to do said tattoo. Mm-hmm. And let me be clear. The deposit wasn't taken. That was an initial consultation. And I said, I am not the correct tattoo artist for you. And my male counterparts do it quite often with no repercussions. And also they do it often with, I'm sorry, but like no grace about yeah. it. Yeah. No professionalism. Like we have to be super, because I didn't just flat out say, no, I'm not the correct artist for you. Mm-hmm. I had to like tiptoe around it to make sure that that person felt let down super easily. Yeah. Because that's part of being a woman. Absolutely. Is we must gently let you down because heaven forbid we just say no. Right. There's always repercussions if we say no. Yeah. I have to do the compliment, 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 let down, compliment, compliment, yep. compliment thing. Where it's just like... Or you end up belittling yourself. Oh, yeah. Sorry, oh I didn't my God. You no, off. that's perfect. Or you end up being like, yes. yeah, I am not comfortable with this piece. I am not the best person you for have, your job. Yes. Fuck you, dude. Yes. Fuck you. I don't want to tattoo it. It's as simple as that. I don't want to tattoo it. Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't have to tattoo shit I don't want to do. Because, yeah, people will do that. And you've caught me belittling myself mm-hmm. even. Where, like, I've done that in a consultation. And Gaia pulled me aside. And she's like, you can do this piece. Like, I know you can. You don't want to. You don't have to do that to yourself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, you're so right. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I do that? Because that's what we're taught. As <laughs> yeah. women, we're taught that if you are going to say no, mm-hmm. then you need to accept responsibility that it's your fault. It's my fault. And and it's not that it's just a choice that you don't want to do something. And I've seen this happen to you during one of your consultations where you're like, no, I just don't want to do it. And the client does a full 180 on the attitude and they're like, well, Mm -hmm. is it because you're not capable? Yeah. Whoa. uh, Fuck you. Like I can tattoo (laughs) anything I can see. I can tattoo. Does that mean I want to tattoo anything Mm -hmm. I can see? No. Does that mean I want to take the time it takes in a lot of work where it's like, hey, you're doing hyper-realism. Can I? Yes. Do I want to? Because it takes you four hours to do a two-inch tattoo? No. Mm-mm. No. If it's that not is your... not fun for me. Absolutely. And there's perfectly good artists in the shop that can handle you. And you know what? They'll say no to pieces with no repercussions because they've got dicks and balls. With no grace. It's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And then I'm like, whoa, you can just say that to clients and they won't say anything to you, dude. And mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, that's fucking, yep. that's how you, that's how you talk to people. And I'm like, that is not how you talk to people. <laughs> nope. That's not how, well, that's not how we're allowed to talk to people because when yes. we talk to people, mm-hmm. we deal with repercussions. Absolutely. Which is why it's nice that like we now have a support system where we can start vocalizing this. Mm-hmm. But the issue there is like you talk to other artists, like really like outside of our manager and a couple of the guys we work with. Mm-hmm. 
And they're like, that's not how that works. That's not true. Or they'll be like, really? I don't fucking experience yeah. that. Well, you're not a woman, so... Yeah, you're not a woman. And in your case, you're not fucking brown. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay. And also, you're not young anymore. Because I see that where I'll watch people treat you differently and talk to you like you don't know what you're doing. And it reminds me of me fucking 10 years ago. Where I'm yes. like, yep, you guys constantly question. Oh, because yes. that's the other thing. Why are you questioning my abilities? Oh, yeah. If you made it so far as the consultation, yeah. why are you questioning my abilities? Because when I ask, like, I'm going to keep saying male counterparts because mm-hmm. that's just what they are. Mm-hmm. When I ask male artists, if people question their abilities of like, hey, do they ask you um, if you're capable of doing something? First off, most of them go, wait, what? Yeah. Somebody asked you that? Because these men have never been asked mm-hmm. if they were capable of doing said tattoo. I get asked if I'm capable of doing basic tattoos i'm talking just line work basic ass lettering shop minimums shit yeah shit that i could do forever ago basic stuff that you learn in your apprenticeship Mm -hmm. and you're going to question if i'm capable of it yeah only because i'm a woman because when i hand you over and give you to a dude you completely flip your fucking script and he is god's gift to tattooing yeah and he can be a fucking shit. You can put portfolio to portfolio. He can be a shit-ass tattoo artist. Mm-hmm. And you will treat him wholly different than I get treated. Incredibly, incredibly different. And again, I I think a lot of it is subconscious because it is mm-hmm. a systematic issue. Oh, absolutely. Of like, oh, well, they're women, so I'm just going to treat them different. Or mm-hmm. they present as a woman, so I'm going to yeah. treat them different. Blah, 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 blah. And I, I just... I don't understand why you would make your tattoo artist question their abilities... When again, you've made it this far, you've seen my portfolio, mm-hmm. it's insulting. It's, yeah. It's not even borderline insulting. It's Mm-mm. just insulting where I'm like, great, now our relationship, our client to tattoo artist relationship yeah. is, you started off on a horrible note. Now yeah. I don't want to tattoo yeah, you. Yeah, like I don't even want to sit down with you because at that point, like, you don't trust me. Mm-hmm. And I know that, like, coming into before we'll, like, debunk this before we get the messages of, like, well, maybe it's just you. First off, this is something we've talked to multiple women across multiple industries, Mm -hmm. and it's a thing. The same thing with, like, you weren't in tattooing when you got better tips for being a fucking, like, Mm -hmm. server. Yeah. Being a fucking barista and handing people food than you ever did when you weren't wearing it. And again, I would treat people horribly. I wouldn't even smile. I was testing it one day. I Mm -hmm. wouldn't even smile. I would just like, just casually just do everything. And dude. Well, we get better tips when we have makeup on. Absolutely. We do. Like a thousand percent. A massive increase on tips. Yeah. Um, Now most of it, because most of our shop is done up front with money. But like when I had a tip jar in my booths, Oh, dude, if I wanted, if I, like, needed extra money, I just made sure that, like, a little bit of skin was showing, threw more makeup on, and I would pull in so, like, probably about twice as much in tips. Yeah, amp it up. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, I know. It's, and again, I'm, I'm confused as to why. You know, again. Well, it's like we were saying, it's a systematic thing. It's not just men aren't the problem here. Mm -hmm. Women are also the problem. Oh, yeah. They also play into it. Because, again, like me, me thinking, I'm like, oh, you got a little bit of Karen in you. Mm -hmm. I got to dress it up and make sure that I look my best. So that way, you know that, like, I'm not in a vulnerable, weak spot if I'm not wearing makeup. Yeah. And it has no, there is no difference. I am not vulnerable or weak if I decide to wear makeup or if I decide not, you What's know. that very question of if you don't come in makeup, everyone's like, are you okay? Oh, my God, I hate sick? that. Yes. You feeling all right? Excuse the fuck out of me. 
I'm just walking around as a normal yeah. person because, and that's my thing. I'm like, men get to walk around with their normal ass fucking faces on. Yeah. And then, Which they, a lot of them could do with some makeup. Yes, absolutely. I'm a firm believer. If you're a man, I don't care, gay, straight, bi, whatever, and you want to get into makeup, go ahead and do it. I'm yeah. a firm, like, I love makeup. I, mm-hmm. I love makeup. But... You get to walk around with your normal ass face. I do it for one day and you're like, are you doing okay? Yeah. Are you okay mentally? Are you sick? (gasps) I'm just trying to be a normal person. Yeah. Like, nah, bitch. I just didn't feel like spending the time putting makeup on. Yeah. I used that time, that like literally like 30 minutes of makeup time to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. To sleep a little bit longer. And I get criticized for it. Absolutely not. Oh boy, we we covered yeah, a lot. We did. I think that's like twenty four minutes. Only twenty four. Yeah. Damn, dude. So then now is a good time for our mid show sponsor break, <laughs> and um, we hope you enjoy. We'll be right back. Now presenting Hedges Dirty Delights. Is your bush overgrown? Are your pots too tight? Suffering from limp stems, sad leaves. Do you need a good edging? Here at Hedges Dirty Delights, we'll keep your soil moist and your stems erect. Our founder, President Hedge, spent 20 years learning the patented stem and hand technique. This technique guarantees your plants will be bursting with joy and new growth. Call 1-800-30-DELIGHTS to book your appointment today. Here we believe that a spade and a hoe is all you need. And lucky for you, we have both. Results are unbelievable. Hedge's Dirty Delights bears no responsibility in the probable event of pregnancy or general stickiness. Satisfaction is always guaranteed. This episode is brought to you by Captain Callista's Fish Sticks. Are you tired of fish sticks being made out of one type of fish, or worse yet, not knowing the fish your fish stick is made out of? Well, here at Captain Callista's, we offer our fish sticks in a multitude of fish flavors for your sophisticated palate. Our fish sticks include whale, seal, manatee, sea cucumber, sea turtle, and 100% white meat starfish. Visit your local grocery store and ask for Captain Callista's fish sticks today. Welcome back. We hope that once again, the sponsors were helpful and at the very least you check them out and see if we've got anything for you. Um, We are now going to talk a little bit about descriptors because this is a personal thing for myself um, that I am often seen as being a bad woman. However, I'd be a great guy. Because we judge men and women very differently. So I get called bold and brass and intimidating. And for God's sake, why are we saying intimidating like it's a bad thing? Mm -hmm. And also that it's my fault. That I am too much, not that you are too little. Not that you can't handle me or her. Mm -hmm. Because you just can't hang. But really, it's on me and it's my fault. Because as a female presenting person, I should be trying to have everyone like me and everyone love me. And I'm sure there are lots of women that are listening to this and probably men too that are listening yep. that like relate to go, oh shit, yeah, I feel like that. That everyone's like, you're just too loud. Mm-hmm. You're too scary. Like also, why the fuck are you calling me scary? Mm-hmm. Like, that's not my problem. If you are scared of me, you know what? Maybe fucking address that. Because I befriended one of the women that I thought was the scariest person 
as a kid oh, yeah. because I looked up to her so much and I was like, this woman has her shit together. She mm-hmm. is a badass motherfucker. I love her so much. And you know what I did? I fucking befriended her and she is a like, I don't know, surrogate aunt mother figure for me. <laughs> like I love her so much. And am I slightly intimidated every time I talk to her? Cause she's probably one of the most badass people ever. Yes. Do I continue to do it? Yes. Do I tell her she's scary? No. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? She's just doing her. And if I feel inferior, that shit's on me. Yes. Thank you. Uh, intimidating as if like that's like a curse word. Yeah. Because like um, I forgot who said this, but I was telling you about this like quote. And it's not that like you are intimidating. Mm-hmm. It's that this person is intimidated. Mm-hmm. And just say that. I'm intimidated yeah. by you. And, and you you know that men will never, ever, ever say that no. to but anyone who's female presenting. I have presenting. people say that to me. They're like, well, I mean, clients are probably intimidated. Or like your coworkers, they're intimidated. Fuck you, dude. Get over it. Get over it. I do scary shit all the time. Again, and like, if I am your scary thing, then you know what? You... You've lived a very sheltered life. I was going to say, you should probably go out and do more. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm the biggest thing that you're afraid of. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's, again, it's qualities that, like, men are praised for, that mm-hmm. you are put down for. And yeah. also, like, people say it like, oh, you are this, you are A, B, and C. As if, like, they're saying it in a way that, like, you need to correct that. Yeah. It's on you to correct your yep. behavior. That I am bold. Yeah. Which in a man would be outspoken. Mm-hmm. Which is a good trait, but in a woman is bad. Yes. That you're that bossy. Am. Yep. But in a man, you're a leader. Yeah. I'm a bo- badass leader mm-hmm. if I had a dick. Yep. Well, I have plenty of dicks. But if I had, like, <laughs> one that was permanently attached to me. Right. Or I just presented as a male, then yep. I'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. But instead, because I present as a female and I own a vulva, they're like, oh, shit. No, these are all bad traits. However, flip, flip the script there, right? If a man does something that we see to be, like, a generically female trait. Mm -hmm. Like, he's a great cook. He's a good listener. Mm -hmm. Oh, he keeps his house clean. He's organized. All of us are like, oh, my God, I love it. That's so good. But if a woman comes in and she's like, you know what? She's a badass mechanic. We're all like, "Mm, prove it. Oh, my God, yes. The interrogation Mm -hmm. that you have to go through. Like, oh, really? Do you know that much? Do you know Mm -hmm. about cars? Well, then what is this? What do you do when A, B, and C happens? Yeah. What? We don't do that to men. Never. No, a dude says, I'm good at this. And then you go, you nod your head and believe them. Yeah. Or like a dude says, I like this. And you nod your head and believe Mm -hmm. him. But like, God forbid me as a woman say, I like video games. I like anime. I get fucking questioned all the time. Oh, really? Have you heard of this game? Have you done this? Have you watched this? I'm like, bro, stop. Yeah. Stop. I deliberately will not learn the parts of a gun. Can I take a gun apart? Can I clean it? Can I shoot? Am I a good shot? I actually am. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. I can do all of that. I refuse to learn any of the parts because I don't fucking care. Mm -hmm. Because having a pissing contest with you, I'm being like, yeah, I can work on my car. Do I care to learn all the parts? No, because I'm not doing this for you. Mm -hmm. I know what those parts are for me, but I don't need to go and be like, yes, I know exactly what all these parts are and I can name them. So that way I can prove to you Mm -hmm. that I'm good enough to work on my own car. Yeah. And like, again, it's uh, yeah. it's not just like, you know, capability wise, but also like anything that a woman says that she's interested in or she's good at a hobby mm-hmm. that she likes or something that she's capable of. Um, 
it is put down. Like you're either, you're either, oh, you're so basic that you like pumpkin spice lattes or like you're a pick me girl because you play video games mm-hmm. or you're a pick me girl because you're into guns or you're a pick me girl. And like, mm-hmm. fuck you, dude. Can I just be a woman and be interested in things? Yeah. Can, you're just a person who likes things. I'm Because we don't turn to things. men and say, oh, you like pumpkin spice latte? You're so basic. Yeah. You all wear the same fucking clothes, but heaven forbid women all wear Uggs. Because oh, it's the only comfortable right? fucking shoe. But please tell me that you, all you motherfuckers, you all dress the same. Mm-hmm. Literally. Like, we have lots of different styles and designs. And very few men wear anything except for jeans, cargo pants, t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Please. What 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 else is there? Because you're not fucking, like, breaking the mold on anything. Where's the but we don't make fun of you in the fact that, like, oh, yeah, you're all wearing gray, black, Navy blue. Wow. Imagine turning to a man at a bar and being like, you're ordering an old fashioned. That is so fucking basic. Exactly. What? <laughs> but like you said, anything that we like is going to not be made fun of, but criticized. Yeah. Or oddly like, fetishized. Yes. As well. Weirdly God forbid, fetishized. God forbid I say, I want a, I want a beer. Men are always like, oh my God, you're a quality woman. What? Yeah. Leave me alone. I'm I, just drinking I beer. I tried all of my 20s mm-hmm. to like beer because I wanted to be a cool girl. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be one of those girls that was like, oh, I can hang out with the boys, so I'll drink beer. You know, I don't fucking like beer. I don't Simple. have a palate for beer. Mm-hmm. We have determined that. Mm-hmm. I have a palate for fucking pepperminty things. I can handle peppermint from here to Timbuktu. Absolutely, you can. But anything bitter, I don't enjoy it. And there's nothing wrong with that. But because I was taught that, like, if I liked anything, like, sugar, if I like sweet drinks, if I wanted, like, a mimosa. Right. Jesus Christ, I was the most basic bullshit, like, superficial thing ever. Because Mm -hmm. that's the other thing is that we talk about women as being superficial if they have likes with other women. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's genuinely from this idea that we need to continue to put women down and then get them to keep putting each other down. Yes. So that way... The patriarchy stays intact Mm -hmm. because if we say, okay, everything you like is frivolous and you need to hate other girls that like that and we need to believe this bullshit idea that there is only one seat, really two seats at the table, the boss or the bitch and the fucking hoe, Mm -hmm. which is, let's correct that terminology. That means the boss, the one that's fucking can handle her shit. And that means the woman who is comfortable with her body. Because God forbid you can be both though. God forbid you you can be both. Like, <laughs> I'm working on that second one right now, so I'm going to be a fucking boss-ass hoe over here. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, that's all it is, is that, like, we don't look at men and say, ew, cover up your bodies. You can't show your nipples. Mm-hmm. Why Why can you see your shoulder? Heaven forbid there's, like, a fucking piece of your underwear we can see. Dude, I have this one dress. Heaven forbid. It's literally, it goes down to my knees, and then it uh, also completely covers my arms. And it's skin tight. I'm sorry, I have a fucking body. But, like, Mm -hmm. heaven forbid, it's still, like, fine. But the fact that, like, it's skin tight, people are like, oh, my God, like, her ass is so big in that dress, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, bro, I'm just existing. Yeah. Can I just fucking exist? No, because everything (laughs) on you must be police in order for the patriarchy to keep working. Mm -hmm. In order for the current system to keep working, we need to hate women Mm -hmm. that show any bit of skin that wear skin tight stuff. We need to hate anyone who, like does not fit this stereotypical, hey, these are the only body types that are allowed to show any sort of skin. And even then, we're going to praise them for it. But then behind their backs, Mm -hmm. we're going to go ahead and criticize them for it. Yeah. 
because it's the same idea of like, okay, we're going to judge you because you have an OnlyFans account. But then we're going to judge you if you don't sleep with anyone. Literally. Like, you cannot there win. Is no, yeah, there's no winning because the entire game is rigged. Mm-hmm. So then as we work against it, and, like, I've participated in this. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I have to have a dress code for the front desk because, like, I can see butt cheeks. And then I realized, I was like, that is bullshit mm-hmm. patriarchy showing through mm-hmm. me to be like, oh, hey, I need you to, like, cover up. Why? Fuck it. You don't Fuck need it. to cover up. What the fuck? Are you comfortable? Do you feel good? And I had the same bullshit rationale that they use for schools, which Mm -hmm. is, okay, well, you're distracting the male artists here. Fuck off. I am super fucking queer. I love women. Mm -hmm. And I am not to like, oh, my God, I can't do my job because someone's showing some thigh. Yeah, no. Absolutely I'm not, not over there like, oh my goodness, cleavage, heaven forbid. How yes. will I ever make it through the day? I've seen some tits. And I hate the whole like, it, it kind of plays into that. But like, if you are comfortable in your body and you are your like, I don't know, stereotypical like pretty girl, you are you, either pretty or you're dumb. Or no, I'm sorry. You're either pretty or you're smart. Yeah. You can't be both. You can't fucking be both. Mm-hmm. God forbid that you you are both because like mm-hmm. I I don't know I fucking because I like makeup and I'll wear a full face people just treat me differently like mm-hmm. they're either treating me like I'm gonna be a total bitch and like mean girl yeah. or I'm gonna be a complete ditz mm-hmm. and I'm like okay cool I can't again yeah. I cannot just be a person that exists that has interest in like makeup well and the issues that that lays into us individually mm-hmm. so like for me you know we've had this discussion mm-hmm. that me being seen as a sexual being is one of the worst things in the world right. and it's because I've worked so hard to be respected as a person that the idea that someone will, will then be like okay well you're a sexual being then made me go the complete mm-hmm. opposite direction mm-hmm. where I was like well I can't post anything where you can see my body or anything that could be seen as me trying to get attention for my body which is fucking bullshit Mm -hmm. because quite frankly people do it all the time and also men do it all the time Mm -hmm. and that seemed totally fine like you post up a shirtless picture and everyone's like good on you for working out i post up like a fucking shirtless picture where i have a sports bra on everyone's like i love your body you're so beautiful like Dude, I work out. Compliment my fucking muscles. Right. Those are things I work for. Like, compliment the shit that I work for, not the shit I don't control. Mm-hmm. Saying you have a pretty face, thanks, I don't give a fuck. I didn't fucking do it. Like, I didn't design it. Yeah. <laughs> that's just genetics. <laughs> but if you're like, hey, you, like, I can tell that you work really hard if you talk about, like, hey, your mental health, your growth is amazing. Sure, those are the compliments I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. But I got so concerned with the idea of being a sexual being for mm-hmm. other people to see me that way yes. that I flipped the script and went the other way. I, so now yes. I'm going the opposite direction where I'm like, oh, I'm fucking pole dancing in pasties. I'm like, I'm going to fucking you. post this shit absolutely and i'm sure i will deal with the backlash of my fucking males in my life being like i can't believe you and post that suck a dick if you don't like it don't follow me if you don't like it don't fucking follow me also and- i say suck a dick because that's probably one of the worst things i can think that a person has to do <laughs> so that's why that's an insult to me no nobody's actually enjoying it the action of sucking a dick but i, I don't wanna- know maybe gay men are that's true. That that's different though. Yeah, that's different. That, they're doing that shit right. <laughs> they they yeah. they love dick more than like any uh, yeah. than uh, no. I I just, I'm not gonna go into this, but <laughs> um, 
what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So circling back on like, you know, being treated as a sexual being, like for whatever reason, like you're either respected or you're a sexual being. Yes. And you can't be both. That's fucked yeah. up. No, you that's, are absolutely. That's what I'm currently working at. Absolutely. Because I'm a firm believer that you, you're a person. You can be everything mm-hmm. and everything. You can be embrace the and. Yeah. You can be a sexual being and be respected. And here's the thing. You may not be respected, but, like, I'm advocating for you. I fucking respect you. Yeah, I think that's it, is I think that we get so concerned with other people's, like, mm-hmm. um, for me, it was like, okay, well, I need to keep under the radar on the, like, mm-hmm. okay, I don't want anyone to look at my body and be like, oh, she's attractive, because then they won't respect me. And now, I just don't fucking care. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, hey, you know what? I have a body. Does it look half good? Fuck yeah, it does. Hell yeah. So, you know what? If I want to celebrate that, because... I believe that we only have this one wild and crazy fucking true life. Mm -hmm. Then I want to be able to appreciate it instead of spending my whole life being like, I need to cover up. I need to change everything about me. Yes. Because I don't want other people to perceive me in a specific way. Mm -hmm. And now I'm reaching a point because we work on this a lot Mm -hmm. where I'm like, no, dude, I'm, I'm showing up. If I want to fucking wear pasties, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna wear pasties. If I don't wear a bra, I'm not going to wear a bra. Yes. Fuck you. Absolutely. Because, like, that allows more people to then live their true selves. To be like, yes, you can be sexy and, in my case, bold. Yeah. You can be both mm. and you deserve to be respected either way. If you don't want to be sexy and sexy is, it can be whatever you want it to be. You can mm-hmm. be covered from head to toe and still be sexy and feel sexy. Yeah. And you could be fucking naked practically naked and still feel sexy and Mm -hmm. um to kind of like add on to this why is it that only women are constantly robbed of the right to to believe and feel beautiful in the body that they came in oh yeah but men can show up whatever body type they fucking and they're just they're just comfortable and they're comfortable and nobody's putting them down either like Mm -mm. i'm i'm so concerned and like this makes me think of like lizzo because you know she's part she Oh my god, I, I fucking, fucking love her. Love Lizzo. And the fact that so many men get so upset at her for wearing what she wants to fucking wear. Looking amazing. Looking amazing. And men get genuinely upset. They're like, you shouldn't fucking, you know, you shouldn't do that. And she has a lyric in one of her songs that she's like turning um thick girls into hoes or something like that, right? Yes. I, I I I got the lyric wrong, but you guys know what lyric I'm talking about. She gets accused of turning, you know. Women who are plus size into hoes, no, she is empowering these women because, like I said, everybody has a right to mm-hmm. feel beautiful in their own fucking body, whatever shape or size that yeah. you come in. It doesn't fucking matter. Why is it that it's only women that men try to rob that from? Well, it's because they they think that women get dressed for their pleasure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They think that, like, we put makeup on for them. And it's because, like, the entire world revolves around this idea that everything we do is to be subservient Mm -hmm. and for men's pleasure. Mm -hmm. So everything, it's why, like, men freak the fuck out of, like, oh, does your wife earn more than you? And, like, you only occasionally, like, meet people that are like, oh, that's awesome. Like, who fucking cares? Why does it matter? Mm -hmm. Um. But it's because the idea is that we are always supposed to be subservient to them and everything that we do is for their, their glaze, your yes. gaze, their glaze apparently. Their glaze. Um, Ew. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that took us about a second to realize. Yeah. Ew. 
um, not for their glaze. I ain't doing shit for glaze. Mm-hmm. Um, but my poor husband. <laughs> I'm like, don't but... ruin donuts for me. <laughs> oh, oh no, I hate you so much. I'm not. It's gonna take me a minute to look at glazed donut now. But that everything we do is for them. So then they get upset when we're like, um, bitch, I'm not getting dressed for you. Yeah. Because like Lizzo has, for me, done massive amounts mm-hmm. on the fact that I'm like, you know what? I never look at her and think, wait, why are you wearing that crop top? Y'all have to understand. I have an obsession with crop tops. <laughs> yeah, I grew up in the 90s. <laughs> I fucking love crop tops. Uh-huh. Um, But I have only for a couple months in my whole life had a flat stomach. And once again, grew up in the 90s, early 2000s. So I believed that all women needed to be like anorexically skinny. That was the beauty standard. That was the beauty standard. Mm -hmm. So I've spent my whole life up until this last like year where we've been working on it a lot Mm -hmm. of accepting to be like, hey, you are you are not designed for a flat stomach. Like Mm -hmm. to live the life you want and have a flat stomach. Those two things are not there. And I've never looked at Lizzo and been like, oh my God, why is she wearing that crop top? Instead, I'm like, fuck yes, bitch. You are one of the sexiest people alive. Yes. Like you look so fucking good. You rock the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. And I, and it made me realize that I don't look at other like women that way. Mm-hmm. I don't look at really anyone that way. Like I love a dude in a crop top. Love I love, that. I really, I love anyone in a crop top. Um, <laughs> just wear a crop yeah, top. Just wear a crop top. <laughs> you want me to love you? Come to your tattoo appointment with a crop top. I will love the fuck out of you. Yeah. Um, Um, And I think that's it is that like having realizing that like I don't view the world like that. Mm -hmm. So my tribe won't view me like that because Mm -hmm. and the people that do the people are like, ew, gross. You know what? Fuck you. I don't care. Like I no longer care if you think that like I should be covered up Mm -hmm. if you think that there's something wrong with my nipples. Mm -hmm. So you're like, heaven forbid you can see your nipples through a shirt. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you want if you at home want to think about doing gross, nasty things to me, congratulations. As long as you don't fucking share it with me, because I don't want to know that. Yeah, I don't um, care. Like, yeah. you really just don't. Yeah, like, that's that's where we draw the line. <laughs> but I think that's it, is, like, women like that are empowering mm-hmm. not just other women, but the rest of the world to yes. be themselves. And the more of us that speak out against the entire, like, systematic problem mm-hmm. of just constantly bringing down women... And then it's even worse if you have any bit of color in you. Mm -hmm. It's so much worse. Then it allows everyone to be able to, like, stand up together to be like, hey, look, no. Like, you fucking wear what you want to wear. Absolutely. And, like, again, like, for our male viewers, use your privilege Mm -hmm. to fucking help us out. Because you have already got a seat at the table and this seat Mm -hmm. is whatever seat you want to be, whatever package you are, whoever you are, you've got a seat at the table. Other men will fucking listen to you. Yep. And for all the white women out there, because I am white presenting, Mm -hmm. fucking use your privilege. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Stop making every woman of color Mm -hmm. do your fucking work. Mm -hmm. Show up. Give them a fucking mic. But also when you're laying in bed next to your spouse, have these fucking discussions. And don't let them just be like, well, I'm not like that. Then you ask them, okay, then what are you doing? Then prove to me. Yeah. Show me what actions you're doing at work. Show me what actions you're doing in everyday life. When you notice those little comments that they're making that are fucking sexist, Mm -hmm. call them the fuck out. Yes. Call your dad out. Call your fucking brother out. Call your spouse out. 
Mm-hmm. If you're in a fucking like woman on woman, call your fucking wife out. I don't mm-hmm. give a shit because we are all guilty of it. Like I said, I realized that I did that not very long ago with my own fucking staff mm-hmm. where I said, mm, no, I need you guys to like cover. And then I realized why that's bullshit. You mm-hmm. wear the fuck you want. You yeah. don't, I, I'm not subscribing to this, but it was a bullshit patriarchal belief that I thought, Hey, I need you guys to look a very specific way. Absolutely. And then I realized that doesn't fucking matter. Yes. Because it's, it's something that is so ingrained in us as well as women. Cause like I've participated mm-hmm. in the whole, instead of like me wanting to be one of the boys, I wanted to be one of the hottest bimbos you've ever met mm, in high yep. school. I wanted to be the, the, the it girl, you know, yep. I wanted to be the girl who like, pretty much only catered to the male gaze. Um, and that's what I'll, I was concerned about. I didn't care about how I wanted to look or anything like that. Um, and it goes back a long, 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 from, pretty much from the time that we're born. Mm-hmm. Because, like, let's also talk about the young women out there that don't have voices, mm-hmm. that even get, get, that get sexualized by their own fa- fathers, yeah. that get criticized for whatever the fuck they decided to wear at school that day. Yeah. That's How not dre- cool. dress codes purely apply to women. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, and it's hard to deprogram that mm-hmm. because, again, like, even like you said just recently, you're like, holy shit, that is something that was programmed in me. Yeah. And then being able to talk about it and saying, hey, I made a mistake, mm-hmm. I think is one of the most important things because then you can... A, you get to own it and you get to see how how well it's programmed into everything. Mm -hmm. Because, like, we'll get into, like, a discussion. I want to do a whole episode on, like, my marriage, but just a tiny little side thing. I realized Mm -hmm. that, like, sexism is programmed in all of us. And it's not just my view of women, but it's also my view of men that I turned to caboose and we were watching something and i was like oh i never thought you'd like this because it's a chick flick Mm -hmm. and the very fact that we once again have to criticize movies that we deem (laughs) we have to say women like they're chick chick flick not just like a romance yeah it's not just a romantic movie that anyone could like but Mm -hmm. then i just assumed he wouldn't like it because it is a you know quotation mark chick flick Mm -hmm. And he loved it. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, shit, there are so many things I haven't shared with you because I just assumed that you wouldn't like them because the programming that I've had taught me mm-hmm. that you're a man. You only want to watch shit blow up or, like, have all this, like, graphic violence, like, mm-hmm. all this horrible thing happen. So why would you want to watch a movie or even, like, dramas? Because I love dramas. Mm-hmm. Like, a movie that just talks about the human experience. You would enjoy that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Emotions. Mm-hmm. Heaven forbid we Have... discuss emotions oh with men. God. Because they're not going to be interested. No. <laughs> and I've been guilty of that, too, even with, like, personal relationships with my brother. Um, All throughout my childhood, I I participated in the like sexism of Mm -hmm. you're not allowed to be sensitive and I would criticize him whenever he cried and that's not okay either my brother was the same way the whole family Mm -hmm. like participated in that like we all were like okay well you need to toughen up shut it down absolutely not yeah no no you should be allowed to cry no matter Mm -hmm. how big or how small the situation is like you should be allowed to express your emotions because I I do believe that people feel things big And it's just whether or not you're comfortable with expressing that. And if you have no choice but to express that, honestly, good for you. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Embrace that. (laughs) Like, absolutely. Feel all of your emotions. As in public as possible. (laughs) Yeah. If you need to cry, cry. Yes. But that's one of those things that, like, where sexism goes both ways Mm -hmm. that like we apply arbitrary rules to men to be like you need to be tough and strong and all that kind of shit and then we we the same way that i get filled Mm -hmm. with all the time Mm -hmm. was that like i need to be soft and weak right 
Which is why working out is the worst thing a woman can ever do. Oh, my God. Because heaven forbid I get too bulky. Oh, my God. Literally. And I fucking hate when people are like, oh, be careful. Because I've been told this before. Like, be careful. Don't, like, you know, if you keep working out like this, you're going to look like a man. Bitch, most men don't look like me. I know, right? Most fucking men don't look like me, bitch. Like, (laughs) really? I'm going to look like a man? Oh, is that so much of a fucking... Or I just look like a buff bitch. Fuck you, dude. Yep. Or I just look like an optimal human fucking being. Mm-hmm. Like, an absolute unit. <laughs> yeah. You look like a unit. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> and I added, um, it's so funny, to our little, like, you know, notes. I added fitness on this because it's important to me to talk about it. It's important to you. Mm-hmm. I, fitness is a big part of our lives if you haven't caught on to that already. <laughs> um, but the way we're treated whenever we work out, I I don't know if you experience this, but I get criticized for working out and it's typically by older men. Oh, yeah. And it's just comments like, saw your Instagram story. I could squat that. No problem. And I'm like, okay, when could you squat that weight? Like six years ago. Okay, can you do it now? I yeah. don't fucking care. Well, Did like, I ask? <laughs> I can't tell you how many guys have been like, well, I mean, I could do more push-ups than you. Like, a bit, drop to the floor. Let's go. Let's fucking also, go. why does that matter? I don't turn to other people and go, I could do more push-ups than you. Literally, like, that's so weird. That's, yeah, it's fucking <laughs> it's so weird. weird. It's so weird. Who does that? But it's another one of those, like, I have to prove that I am more masculine than you. Right. And, like, I'm not trying to be more masculine than you. I am being me. This is my genuine self. Yeah, my and genuine self. that's an absolute self. unit. Yeah. And <laughs> an optimal fucking human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, yeah. And I just so wanted weird. to talk about that because again like if you're a dude you're so praised for working out oh my god that's amazing that's mm-hmm. great blah 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 if you're a woman lifting weights and I fucking hate when this happens it happens a lot when I'm talking to a dude and they're like don't push yourself that hard bitch fuck you if a if a guy told you I've never heard a man tell another guy to not push himself that hard literally I and I get oh my god I it's it's less of an issue now that I'm like you know fitter but, like, also, like, I've subconsciously learned not to tell men the details of my gory-ass workout where I'm like, yeah, I came really close to puking on that one. I love those workouts. Yeah. And, like, or, like, you know, like, I just couldn't stop coughing and, like, I literally, like, I almost... That CrossFit I, cough. That CrossFit cough. Or, like, I almost, like, <laughs> I lifted this weight and I had a little bit of tunnel vision and I got real close to passing out. Mm-hmm. And I've... Mm, it makes my blood boil when they're just like, you shouldn't push yourself that hard. Bitch, you would never, ever fucking say that to your male counterparts. Yep, absolutely not. You'd be like, dude, fucking sick. Give them a fist bump. Mm -hmm. Give me that energy. Give me that fucking energy. Yep. Sorry, that's my little fitness tyrant. That's okay. And on that note, um, we will be back on Thursday with another silly episode. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what exactly we're planning yet. Headphones. Oh, yes. We're going to do a fun game of headphones, and one person has to um, say something, and the other person has to guess what they're saying. Basically, my so. entire life. Yeah, because she's deaf as fuck. <laughs> um, thank you so much if you made it all the way to the end here. Yes. We appreciate you. If you would please leave us reviews, you know, only good ones. I don't really give a shit about bad ones. Um, <laughs> but if you do have criticisms or, you know, any sort of critiques for us, Absolutely. Send us DMs. If you disagree with something we said, please let us know. Mm -hmm. Um, If you think that, like, I'm a bitch, you can tell me that, too. Just say Um, that. Yeah, just say it. Don't call me bold and brass. Literally. Um, Oh, can I end with a question for our viewers? I would love to ask a question. Um, Please tell me the most recent situation that you've seen 
that involved sexism. I want to you've either seen or like been a part of how it affected you. I want to know the most like recent thing that you've seen that you were like, oh, wait a second. That wasn't right. Yep. Tell us about it. And if you're okay with us sharing that on the episode, please go ahead and let us know. You can send a message saying, please share my message mm-hmm. and we will gladly share it as well. Perfect. Thank you so much. Our wonderful wrecking balls out there and have a great couple of days. All right. See you soon. <laughs>